What's up, everybody? Welcome to a special edition of Red Zone DFS. Uh, everyone's got some Christmas stuff going on. So we're all doing our shows individually this week. That This way, you know, if anybody really kills it this week, you'll know exactly where the picks came from. And if they didn't, uh, you can come tell us that too. We're more than happy to hear the feedback. Uh, first off, right off the hop, you see the screen, 20% off at manscaped.com. Free shipping with the promo code zone20 at manscaped.com. Look, today is December 23rd. You should have all your Christmas shopping done. If it's a, oh shit, I forgot to get person X this or person Y that, no problem. You go ahead, you go to manscaped.com, you order them something, and then you're done. Send it to them, shoot them a screenshot of the email. Hey, man, your lawnmower 4.0 is on the way. Your balls are going to be looking fresh before the New Year's. All right, let's get straight into it. So we're going to go, I'm going to go position by position. This probably shouldn't take too terribly long. Um, and then from there, uh, you know, I'm going to do stacks, bold calls, every same stuff we always get to. So let's get right into it. Um, this is going to be for the main slate, which is Christmas Eve tomorrow, which is 10 games. So without further ado, um, it's pretty easy. If you're taking a look at everything right now, uh, again, it's going to be very difficult not to have Patrick Mahomes in your lineup this week. Um, I mean, he's playing Seattle. Seattle's defense, not great. He's got positive leverage of, of about 2%, as you can see. Uh, projected ownership of about 11%. Don't care. I'm going to be all over Patrick Mahomes. He's my, if I'm paying up, that's where I'm going. In the mid range here, we've got, got some interesting choices to make. I actually think that Burrow is, is a pretty good choice uh, at home versus New England. Um, let me just double check that they are at home. Oh, they're at New England. Again, I don't know if that makes a huge, huge difference to me personally, because um, I really do like Burrow. Um, I think you maybe just be able to play a lot of Chase too, and you can get there that way. That's fine. I think Dak is really interesting in the mid range there. Um, if I'm going mid range, I mean it's really hard not to play Kirk Cousins at home versus the Giants. I mean. It's just one of those things where it, 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 you like, like, what are you doing? You know, you just kind of, you kind of have to just give it a shot, right? Um, man, I really like Kirk Cousins this week. It's really interesting to me. We've got Daniel Jones as the highest owned quarterback of the week now. Obviously, this is because of a reaction to the horribleness that is the Minnesota Vikings defense. But, you know, I, I really like playing some Daniel Jones this week. Um, I know he's not, he's negative leverage, but I think it's a really interesting play. And I think you can just play him and like a Saquon Barkley if you want to go full stack. Um, personally, I would probably just add Richie James, but I don't think that you need to do that. Um, yeah, that's, so that's going to be an interesting one. As we start to go down here, where's my guy at? My guy for the week, slamming Sammy Darnold. 
at home playing Detroit, $5,100. Pair him with DJ Moore. You can double stack with Terrence Marshall if you want to. Don't have to. I probably don't like that as much this week. But, like, guys, you, I, I don't care about your preconceived notions about Sam Darnold. He sucks. I get it. He's not very good. Playing the freaking Detroit Lions, okay? He's going to give up points. Zach Wilson. We saw what Zach Wilson was last night. RIP to all the Zach Wilson truthers. He put up 20-plus fantasy points last week at, at home in New Jersey versus the Detroit Lions defense. So, guys, please, just put aside your preconceived notions. It's okay. We can just play Sam Darnold. We don't need to get crazy. We don't need to overthink it. And when you play him, you can jam in basically whoever the hell else you want to. I mean, it, I mean, it, it, it's it's crazy, right? We're gonna build. I'm gonna build a little lineup on air here, and uh, and what we're gonna start out with is we're gonna put Darnold in at the quarterback, you know, and we're gonna that's Darnold and DJ Moore are gonna be the two starting points. Okay, it's an easy run back with St. Brown. And then we can go from there. We'll fill it out at the end of the show, so stick around. I think that'll be a fun little exercise. few people do it on their shows uh, that I listen to regularly, and it kind of helps me out a little bit as well. So, recap. Mahomes up top. I do have some interest in Burrow. Uh, Kirk Cousins mid-range. And Sam Darnold, if I'm going cheap. That's where we're going. We're just going to keep it really simple this week, guys. Running back, the running back, Christian McCaffrey. I going to be one of the highest on plays this week. I don't know how you can't play him a whole bunch. Uh, just try and jam him into your lineup, as is Derrick Henry. I th think that playing – these guys are both going to be some of the highest on running backs, obviously, on the slate. But if you can jam two of these top three in Saquon, Henry, and McCaffrey together, I think you're going to be in really, really good shape, and I like that situation quite a bit. Um, I also like that Ramondre Stevenson got uh, – priced up a little bit now limited in practice still practicing no big deal i, I think it's 7100 people are going to see that price and kind of go Ugh. but he is just the workhorse there the Bengals defense is not very good ramondre is going to get all of the work we've seen it he's constantly producing you can play ramondre with really no worries whatsoever right really like Ramondre this week play him all you can I think and it's going to work out quite well for you um going down the list the list a little bit more here Joe Mixon's an interesting play not coming in with a bunch of ownership uh Ken Walker I think is a pretty attractive play didn't practice on Thursday but he is probably going to play um practice in limited fashion today um, he's a guy I have quite a bit of interest in here in this like mid sixes. Um, he's, you know, getting juiced up with ownership a little bit, but you know, that's okay with me. JK Dobbins is probably my favorite play of the week, uh, especially when it comes to points per dollars. Um, now he's, he's not in, he's not up in the rankings in points per dollars, but in my personal rankings, he is Tyler Huntley's playing again. They're going to run the ball a lot this week. 
Um, he looks healthy. He looks good. Um, and only 7% ownership. I have a lot of interest, especially only at 5,800. Um, another guy I've got a bunch of interest in is Isaiah Pacheco. Everyone's going to chase the, uh, the McKinnon stuff. That's fine. Um, I, I'm fine playing Pacheco if you want to play Pacheco. Um, I also don't understand why DeAndre Swift is only 5,500 um, in a game that, you know, again, we say we like the stacking options quite a bit, and we do. Um, DeAndre Swift is going to be a guy that I want to get into my lineups. He's getting more and more run. Um, wasn't thrilled that he didn't get as much work in the passing game last week, but, you know, he did have that 20-point game versus Jacksonville. Um, really is involved in a lot of the passing game. I think some of it has been hampered by uh, Jameson Williams coming back into the fold, but at 5,500, the price is right to get, take the shot on him. So I'm happy to do that there. Um, I think Dante Foreman, like if you're not just stacking that game, I think that's an interesting spot to go for a guy who's going to get quite a bit of run at running back and he's going to get all of the goal line work um, in that Carolina and Detroit game. So if you're just trying to fit some pieces in, and you want a piece of that game, I think that's a good spot to go. Um, if we scroll down the list here, I have some interest in James Cook this week. Uh, I really like James Cook and the, and the usage that he's getting in that Buffalo offense. Um, it's going to be not great weather in Buffalo or in Chicago this week, but you know I, that doesn't scare me a whole hell of a lot. Um, I think you could play James Cook with some pretty, um, pretty easily regularity. Going down some more. You know, if you want to play the Goomba, I mean, that's fine if you want to. Um, Gainwell has some interest down here, some points per dollar value. Justin Jackson, and eh, no thanks. Khalil Herbert is an interesting conversation to at least be had. He's the dead man at the running back position at $4,000. He is coming back this week, and we did see when he was healthy that he was basically splitting time with David Montgomery. So if you wanted to throw in a larger field GPP him in there, uh, in your in one of your running back spots. Um, I think that he could get you close to like 10 to 11 points, and that would be 3X, and that would be pretty good for 4,000. Um, I think that could really help your lineup in some way in a place that basically he's going to go pretty unowned, right? Moving on to wide receivers outside of our stacks, because I'll talk about my stacks at the end. Scroll all the way up. We've got Justin Jefferson, Highest price, almost the highest owned. No, makes a whole lot of sense there. I, I mean, I, I have no problem going back to Stephon Diggs at eighty five hundred, at six percent owned. I mean, that's something that you know really has to be looked at. Um, oh, before I move on too far, I just saw a guy. Uh, I mean, are we really not going to talk about the elephant in the room and Gardner Minshew? I don't care that he's getting 12% owned. I'm going to be playing Gardner Minshew quite a bit. And that leads me to receiver. Really like A.J. Brown this week. I don't care that he's losing Jalen Hurts. I think that Gardner Minshew is just going to be fine, especially in DFS. Fire him up. Who cares? They're going to have to throw the ball. Dallas is going to make them throw the ball. Dallas has some injuries in their secondary I mean, it, it's just kind of all the stars are aligning for a Minshew mania kind of day, and I'm in for it, and you got to use A.J. Brown to access that as well. Um, Devonta Smith. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, again, is a nice play, 
Um, 6,300, not going to be very highly owned. I like, I also like McLaurin, consequently, both of them. Um, kind of take your pick, whoever you think is going to have the bigger day. Could be McLaurin, I think, uh, because they are going to have to be passing quite a bit. Uh, DJ Moore at 5,500 for his volume he's getting is far too cheap. You can see it reflected in the ownership, but you if you play him along with Sam Darnold, then that's going to be fine. Um, I don't really care. I'll be able to get weird and different elsewhere. Sign me up. You know, I'm always going to take a shot with Gabe Davis down at 5,000. Keeps dropping lower. Sign me up. Drake London had a nice week last week. Uh, him and Jacoby Myers, these two right here are maybe two of my favorite plays this week. You know, $4,800, both of them. These are both wide receiver ones on their team, and you kind of can't ignore that anymore, right? Uh, it's one of those things where you kind of just have to go for it, right? Um, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things. Uh, Traylon Burks, if he's back, he was a full participant. I think he is going to be back. I have some interest there at a shot at 4,600. Um, I think that could be a really interesting opportunity. Curtis Samuel, really like Curtis Samuel this week. He's the burner. He's the guy that, you know, like I said, I called it the last few weeks with, uh, when the Niners played the Tampa Bay Bucks. I said, look, they're going to blow a coverage at some point, and it's going to be Mike Evans. Could very well be Terry McLaurin. I think it's going to be Curtis Samuel. I'm going to be all over Curtis Samuel, 4,400, and only 3% ownership. I mean, I could be, I could have 10 to 20% of Curtis Samuel in my lineups this week. And the guy right next to him who is gaining a little bit more ownership is the kind of the sexy play. I am going to have some Marquise Goodwin, but, you know, at 10% owned, when you start to get down to some of these cheap guys, it gets a little bit concerning when they start to balloon up that much. Um, I like both of these guys. I think you could play either of them and be just fine. Uh, the computer optimals like Curtis Samuel a little bit more. So if you're using that um, as a tiebreaker of who to go with, um, they also think that Curtis Samuel has a much higher boom rate, um, which essentially means that he's got a much higher probability to to hit his ceiling which is around 22 points um i would probably agree with that uh but i i think marquise goodwin's a fantastic play as well uh going down richie james i think is a little bit too cheap here at 3900 uh for a guy that's you know there's really nobody else out there so he is intimately involved in the offense uh you know that's that's kind of where we're going there um Going down, Jameson Williams, I think, is a good dart throw. Uh, Terrence Marshall is a great $3,600 value. There, He's getting red zone usage along with DJ Moore. Um, I think if you do, since DJ Moore's ownership is so high, if you think that game's going to go off, I'm going to have at least one game stack where I'm going to go Darnold, I'm going to go DJ Moore, and then I'm going to go Terrence Marshall Jr., and then I'll run some Detroit guys back on the other side. Um I'm personally not going to chase the Rashid Shahid uh, points from last week. Uh, seven, seven to you know eight percent owned at you know thirty five hundred. I'll just kind of go elsewhere. Uh, Terrence Marshall's getting up there a little bit, which I don't love, but I'll play him in the stack. 
Um, Zacchaeus could be an interesting play if you really need somebody down here. Aguilar's, you know, running a lot of plays, just not doing a lot with it. Um, people keep trying to make Phil Dorsett happen, like Fet Fetch. It's just not going to happen. I think down here, and you know, the points per dollar kind of reflect it. Byron Pringle. There's basically no one playing wide receiver besides Dante Pettis and Byron Pringle for the Chicago Bears, and they're going to have to throw the ball. Um, I'm more than happy to take a shot at Byron Pringle at $3,100. Um, he's my probably favorite down and dirty, uh, you know, play of the week. Uh, Marquez Calway's kind of popping on the model a little bit here. No thanks. I'll just kind of go elsewhere on that one. Let's move on to tight end. No surprises here. Travis Kelsey, top of the top of the page. Um, do we really need to say a whole lot more? I don't think so. He's priced appropriately. He's part, priced like a wide receiver one. Move on from there. I don't know if you can comfortably play Mark Andrews. I mean, the upside is absolutely there, but he's got Tyler Huntley throwing him the ball, who's fucking terrible. Um, I thought Lamar was maybe going to come back this week, but it obviously that that's not going to happen. Going to be a really tough spot for him. Really like Kittle in the spot this week. His usage is just kind of going off the charts. He had that big game in primetime. They're throwing him the ball. Um, he's going to be one of their big red zone options. They're scheming plays for Kittle to get open down the middle of the field. I think 5300 is way too cheap of a price for Kittle based on how he's being used, especially recently in the last few weeks. Uh, obviously, TJ Hawkinson's a fat, fantastic play. He's too cheap. He should probably be up where Mark Andrews is based on his usage and his production. Uh, Cole com or Dallas Goddard comes back this week off of injury. He's got Minshew. I'm fine using Dallas Goddard, especially if you're going to use a little Minshew stack. Um, or if you're going to run a Dallas stack, I think he's a good comeback the other way just because uh, the Dallas tight end situation has been a little bit messy. A little bit surprised to see Cole Komet coming in at only 3% owned just because of the fact, like we just talked about with Byron Pringle, that they really don't have anybody out there. Um, so that's 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 really interesting for me. Um, David Njoku, obviously, he's been a pretty, pretty big part of the offense since Deshaun Watson has come back. Uh, um, at 2% ownership, looks like everyone's going to Dalton Schultz, which is fine, but I will probably just pass on. Um, if he's going to be 13, 14%, I'll go elsewhere. Uh, Dawson Knox had a nice game last week. Um, weather's going to be bad. Short passing could definitely get there. Uh, I'm not personally not going to chase the Jawan Johnson points from, you know, last week and a few weeks ago. Uh, this guy, Oconquo, is a very, very interesting play for the Titans. The only problem is, is that Tannehill's not at quarterback. It's Malik Willis. So, have really hard time trusting him to throw the ball with any sort of uh, regularity and do it well. Uh, Noah Fant, I think, is a pretty interesting play at Seattle, especially with Marquise Goodwin, or I'm sorry, with Tyler Lockett out. Uh, 3,400, his utilization in the passing offense is pretty off the charts. Um, outside of that, I don't know if I'll be going to anybody else. Sure, some people are going to be trying to play Brock Wright. 
If you think it's a Will Disley week at 2,700, you could do that. But personally, I just don't need to go down and to get any of this value. Um, I'll be able to find value elsewhere, other positions. Defense, special teams. Obviously, we got the Bills playing the Bears at the top spot. A um, few of my favorite defenses, me personally, I think you guys know by now, I always like to try and pay as low down as I can for defense. Um, I think Carolina at home uh, is interesting. <coughs> Excuse me, 2300 Um, I don't know why the Eagles are priced at $2,200. Um, they have a good defense. Uh, Dak is more than capable of turning the ball over uh, quite a bit. I don't think that they're going to venture into the negative range at all. Um, so I am going to be playing quite a bit of Philadelphia, uh, at 2,200. I think that that's just a good price, um, that I'm going to be attracted to chiefs at 2,900. Obviously you see their game garnering a little bit of ownership. We all know why. Um, I don't know why the Niners are not the highest price. Um, I think if you're going to pay up this week, you got to go for the Niners. Their pass rush is just banging on all cylinders, um, and that's what you want. You probably think that Heineke is going to be going for quite a few sacks this week, and that's and that's it. Uh, moving on to my favorite stacks, kind of like we talked about. We'll go back and we'll go to the wide receiver page and or the the quarterback page and talk about it. Mahomes obviously with Kelsey. Um, and I actually like stacking Mahomes with Kadarius Tony. You can run it back with Fant, uh, DK Metcalf, or Marquise Goodwin. Kind of pick your poison here of where you want to go to. Uh, the Cousins stack, obviously. Uh, I like running it with Jefferson and Hawkinson and running back with uh, Richie James and um, Saquon Barkley. Excuse me. Going down the list a little bit more, we talked about my two favorite cheapies. We've got Sam Darnold, um, and then we've got Gardner Minshew. So, so the the defense that we're gonna run. So, lineup we're gonna build right now. We're gonna start with Sam Darnold. We're gonna go Dobbins at running back. We're gonna go McCaffrey at the other running back. Then we're gonna go DJ Moore. Then we're gonna go Amon Ra St. Brown at one of the wide receivers. Uh, I'm going to then plug in my guy opposite Christian McCaffrey uh, to give me a nice little mini stack with Curtis Samuel. Um, I really like that kind of back and forth. Plus he's only 4,400 leaves us uh, 5,200 for a tight end and a flex each. Um, this is probably where I'm going to go down uh, right now. I think that I will plug in and let's go back and take a look at our tight ends here. I don't need 5,200. That's for sure. Uh, I could, I have a pretty, pretty unique lineup right now. So I, this, this could be a spot where I could put pop TJ Hawkinson in there to get some access to that game, um, which could be interesting. You could put Noah Fant in. Um, Man, where am I going to go on this one? Let's go. Uh, let's see. Hayden Hurst is out. Confirmed for Cincinnati. So that means that Wilcox is going to be. Yeah, Mitchell Wilcox is going to be the guy. Um, 
Ooh. He did catch a touchdown last week. Let's plug Mitchell Wilcox in there. And then we've got $7,600 left, which is great. Uh, and then we could play CD Lamb. I personally think I would rather play Ramondre. Ramondre. Stevenson. And then I can play McCaffrey in the flex. And we got $500 left over. So we could move our tight end situation up to Daniel Bellinger. Um, I think I'm just going to go with Wilcox. See what happens. Um, so, yeah, so it's a good little lineup we just built there with a little Darnold, Dobbins, Stevenson, M- Moore, Samuel, St. Brown, Wilcox, McCaffrey, and then the Eagles playing defense. If you wanted to upgrade up to – no, I'll just stick with the Eagles at 2,200. Gives us 500 left over. Makes us even a little bit more unique. Bada-bing, bada-boom. We're all done. So – Guys, bold calls this week. I really, really like Curtis Samuel at $4,400. He's going to go over the 25-point mark um, and be the bright spot for the Washington Commanders uh, versus versus my 49ers this week. Um, And then I'll do a second one, too. I think Kittle is just – we'll stick in that same game. I think Kittle is going to be the highest-producing fantasy player from the 49ers in that game. And that is a hot take because they've got McCaffrey who's got, you know, projected floor of like 26 points. I think Kittle goes for 30 and I think he goes crazy again. Guys, good luck this week. Uh, Green screens, best wishes to everybody. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas.